are live. Okay, we're live. Episode 15. Damn, we've made it. Episode 15. Uh, if you want to support the, the podcast, support the show, patreon.com slash redhawkacademy. Tons of other videos on there, cooking vids, technique vids, constantly putting up shit. And there's an <laughs> archive of like hundreds and hundreds of videos that aren't on YouTube and, and aren't out. So if you want to do that, if not, no big deal. Um, like the page, subscribe, and that'll help out too. If not, then fuck it. Uh, we're here with my buddy, my student, uh, Tom. Tom O'Mahony. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I, when I first started jiu-jitsu, I mean started teaching jiu-jitsu as a brown belt, I was working at this boxing gym, and the kid called me. He said, hey, there's this guy. Older guy, a vet, he's kind of disabled. He wants to do jujitsu, and I'm thinking like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I got this old crazy fucker that wants to do jujitsu. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Just tell him to come in, and I'll see if he's capable. And then he came in, and uh, fucking love the guy. One of my favorite <laughs> students, one of my, the best guys to teach. Um, being taught far too kind. Has shit wrong with him? What's the how? What year were you born anyway? How old are you? Nineteen fifty. I'm seventy one. Seventy one and still yeah. pumping. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, obviously not going as as much as you were thirty. Yeah. But you know, you do what you can, and you're thankful for it. Oh fuck so, yeah! Oh fuck know. yeah! Well, being through the shit you've been through too. What do you got going on with your heart? All right. There's in 1993 of August. They decided to put a pacemaker into my heart because of the medications and stuff like that they were giving me years before just wasn't working. They're having some major issues with the, what they call arrhythmium. Okay. Too much cocaine? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. It just could be just the way it is, mm. you know. Uh, they're just unfortunate things happen, you mm. know. And um, so they decided to put this this pacemaker in and medically your heart goes bump, 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 bump because your top chambers, your atria, talks to your ventricles, mm -hmm. okay? And in the middle of that is called an AV node. There's an electrical conductivity that goes on. Yeah. Well, they decided the best thing for me to do would be to obliterate that thing, destroy it. So my two top chambers don't talk to each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, the pacemaker has complete control of my heart. Okay. So when you, like if you and I went out to run and you stop breathing, your heart rate goes up. It has no bearing on me any longer. Hmm. Mine is completely based on my chest movement. So you you ended up doing like a, a Iron Man type? Yeah, done, yeah. What was that? I've done five Iron Men with this thing. Holy smokes. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I won my pacemaker division. Dude, yeah. I, I know people that are healthy as fuck that couldn't do that, even well, at a slow pace. They couldn't walk it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I wasn't winning this thing by any means, but, you know, as long as you keep going, you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's not that, you know, I was trying to be number one and number two. Yeah, but know. just doing it. Because how yeah. long were those? Well, they give you 17 hours to finish it, mm -hmm. from start to finish. And... You know, within the 17 hours, you got to finish this thing. It's a two and a half mile swim, which is analogous to if you look at a pool today, it's about 150 touches back and forth. Okay, that's that's one part of it. The next part is a 112 mile bike. Jesus. And then after that, you got a 26.2 mile run. Damn. 
And you've so, done those with a pacemaker in. Yes. Damn. Yes. Well, I mean, again, Tim, it just shows you can do something if you need to. No, it's fucking badass is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I love hearing everyone's excuses like, oh, I got to get in shape before I come to jiu-jitsu. Or I, maybe yeah. I'm too old for jiu-jitsu. Or a lot of people just love to make up these, um, it, it, not always excuses, but they have right. big resistance exactly. to it. So it's like you're a good example to people like, come on, baby, get in there. Well, I gotta commend you on 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 what you've done with me. I mean, you've you've been real good about dealing with the situation I have and monitoring what's going on. And I've also got to thank my classmates, mm-hmm. JX being one of them, mm-hmm. because they understand the situations too. Yeah, you know. And uh, without that, I probably would not have progressed as much as I have. Yeah, we got a good. So little I do group. thank you for that. We got a good little group. Oh yeah, it's great. It's great. Real understanding of situations. Yeah, uh, you can't beat it. You yeah, can't beat it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're so you're down at the uh, Sun City. Um, yeah. It, was that an old folks community? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be 55 and above to even get into buying any kind of place oh. at all. But I'll tell you what, I didn't know anything about it at all, and I decided I was in Atlanta for about 40 years working, mm-hmm. you know, corporate stuff. And like I, that desk job stuff. Yeah, you know, IT stuff, okay. you know, for 40 years in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. And um, after I retired, a friend of mine who knew about Sun City, I didn't know anything about it at all, mm-hmm. said, hey, that'd be great for you because you can do all your... I'm going, okay. So I decided that, hey, what's the point of me staying in Atlanta? I have no real ties there. Mm-hmm. So I packed up my SUV, what I could put in it, and drove down to Sun City. Fuck. And, yeah. And, and yeah. you and you just printed off Google Maps, right? Printed pretty much. Pretty print much. off the Google Maps because you don't deal with no smartphone. No, or uh, shit like that. I got a jitterbug and that's it. It's good enough for what I yep. need. It's good enough for emergencies and and anything else I may need. You know. Yep. I got a landline at home. Someone wants to call me. Yep. I can hear on it better because of the hearing situation I have. Enough to call the hooker hotline. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, 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 it was a great move. It was tough because I didn't know a soul here. Yeah. So they were not here yet. They were in Mexico. They were going to move here about a year later. Mm-hmm. So I dropped off, and that was it. I didn't know anyone. Damn, that's awesome. So how long before you came into the jiu-jitsu gym? All right, I, I had started a little bit of it in Atlanta, mm-hmm. okay? And when I moved here, you know, I got acclimated to the area and stuff like that. I'm saying, well, I needed, I want to start back up again, you know? So I looked online, like everyone does, for jiu-jitsu places. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I thought was gents in the boxing, because that was my background anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm going, hmm, okay, maybe that might be good. Mm-hmm. So I walk in there. And I forgot the guy's name now. Louis, maybe, Trevor. Yeah. They said to me there's going to be a new instructor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did you say he's redhead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, well, okay. I don't know the original one. Yeah. So then the first day you walked in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was just a... It was just good. Good chemistry. Yeah, I knew, yeah. yeah. I knew and, I liked you too. Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew it was gonna be cool. Yeah. You know, and um you were brown belt then, right? Yep. And there was about like five of us in the morning. I'm a morning person, mm-hmm. you know. And there was about five of us in the morning there and uh, that's how we started up. So then you moved to a couple of different places. Yeah. Yeah. So 
how old were you when the like the draft from the Vietnam War happened? Okay, I was about I was in I went to I went from New York City, born and bred, to Clemson, South Carolina at eighteen to go to the University of I mean the Clemson University. Yeah. All right. What a cultural shock that was. I bet chicks. Yeah, just in general. I mean, you're going from New York City where you got trains and cars and blah blah blah. All of a sudden, you go down to Clemson. And what do you see? You see horses, cows, mm. open pastures, yeah. and, and stuff like that. It was a cultural thing in the beginning. But after a while, I loved it. So from there, after I graduated, I moved to Atlanta. And then from Atlanta, I came here. Okay. I in Atlanta about but I'm talking about the draft. All right, let's go back to that, yeah. Um, I was in school at 18, 19, and what they did was they put a lottery in. They gave you a number. Okay, and if your number got called, they drafted you. Damn. Okay, and they gave me—I forgot, Tim. Actually, what my number was, but it never got called. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, so I'm going. Okay. Hell yeah! You that's know, so sweet. I kept on going what I was doing at school. So what's the longest you've been married? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, what? What did you say though? Oh boy. Oh yeah. Let's see. Well, I've I've done it three times. Yep. The first two lasted about a year. Mm-hmm. The third one was about seven years. And the second one was was with a stripper because I was working the clubs. Oh, sweet. At the time. Mm-hmm. And and um, so about a year. So what happened in that year? That's like okay, this bitch is crazy. Oh, your kids. Yeah, come on. I, mean, I was thirty. I was thirty years old. The first yeah. One. Mm-hmm. And she was twenty. So, you know, I mean, things things happen, you know? Yeah. She wanted to be an actress. So she left, and she wanted to go to New York City to mm-hmm. be an actress. I go, well, go, you know, I said, fine, that's what you want. Yeah. You know? Marriage is crazy thing. Oh, it is. It? It's, it's rough. Fuck. It's a job. For real. It's a job, you know? For real. To have two people come together after years and years and years to think they're going to be in sync, that's rough. Well, yeah, That's people right. start changing too, and if they you're not do. changing together, the growing kids, together, the kids come in. Yeah, uh, it's it's rough. It's rough. And I think a lot of people stay together just because kids, and they don't have any fucking camaraderie. Exactly. So exactly. the last wife you were with for seven years. Yeah. And then, and then you guys just we like just, we just split, and you're just like you're. Yeah, I mean, I got she had a child at the time. We got together, and to this day, we still. Are in communication. Okay, so she's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. At um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, when my third wife and I split, mm-hmm. and the daughter left, about a year later, the daughter comes out my house and bangs on the door. I open up the door, and I said, "Yeah, Jennifer, what do you need?" She goes, "I'm pregnant. I need a place to stay." Fuck the daughter. Yeah. Damn. She said, "I want to stay with you." Mm-hmm. I go, what are you going to do? Come on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So the kid was with me for about a year in a pregnancy. Damn. Yeah, that was a trip. I bet. You know, but hey, it's just things you do. Yeah, for sure. You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Say no? Yeah, no. You know? Hit the streets. Exactly, exactly. So you go on and, uh, but hey, it, it worked out well. You know, we still to this day communicate. Yeah, that's you know? good. And she's got three kids of her own. So what would you so. tell t- tell a young buck, 20, 21, 22, 23, that's oh. thinking about getting married? Was I thinking about getting no. married? No, what would you tell him to a young buck that's thinking no about No way. 
Just no don't way. fucking do it, huh? No way. That's what I think too. No way. I wouldn't be honest with you. I wouldn't do it until late thirties or early forties, actually. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, mm-hmm. if I had to look back again, it's easier. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Because when you find love, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and then especially the girls, if they really want to force it. That's why I'm thankful with Mariah. We've been together for 11 years. You've been together 11 years? 11 years since I was 20 years old when I met her. I'm 31 now, and we've been together the whole time. Okay, okay. I remember that one time we were in class in gents in the beginning, and you were telling me about when you got your, your jaw broken. Yeah. And you had it wired up. Yep. And she was making all this kind of stuff for you. I go, that's pretty cool. Oh, well, dude. Yeah. That was my, my whole fighting career, she took care of me on all my surgeries, all my injuries. Oh, she was sweet. just like, oh, oh she's yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just, um, yeah, I don't know, you know. I just think it's a tough deal to have two people can come together and think they're going to be in sync for those number of years. And especially how us guys. Some got- do, though. Some do. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of it's fake, and they're the guys sneaking around doing shit. Especially um, us, us fucking yeah. us bulls, us bulls. These girls don't know how we are. What age for you did you stop? Like, okay, I'm not chasing puss anymore. I don't even crave chasing the puss. When did that slow down? When I moved here. Really? <laughs> You're like, oh shit. What about Sun City? Is there some some horny horny old gals over there? Hey, look, come on. I mean. You're 70 years old, 50, I mean, 65. What do you think? Yeah. I, I, the desire, honestly, is not really there. So about 65-ish, that's when it starts to just like, me yeah, Well, that's, good. hey, individuals. Is it? You know, it's, some people it starts at 20. Yeah. You know, some people it never ends. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they get in this damn trouble. You see it every day, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, I mean, it's funny because we, we were, a friend of mine actually drove with me from Atlanta to here. So he flew into, into Atlanta, and he said, I can help you drive over. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So we're driving over, and we stopped in this place in Midland, Texas, to get some gas or something, right? So I'm in the store talking to this guy, you know, just talking to him. He goes, where are you going? I go, well, we're going to Sun City. He goes, oh, that's great. I go, oh, really? Why? He goes, you married? I go, no. I go, well, the women, the men is about like five to one. Oh, all, yeah. all the guys dying off, and the women are left. Is there a lot of women there, there, yeah. up there? Is there yeah. really? Yeah. Damn. But, but wait a minute. Oh. So I go, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Be a little D sucking once in a while? Yeah. So I go <laughs> into here, and I go, I hear about the health clubs here, mm-hmm. which are just tremendous. Which They're are, nice, huh? Oh, I got to take you there, guys. Yeah, I got to go. I, I, I mean, you got to. Anyway. So I figured, what the hell? Let me go down and see what it's like. So I go down there. <laughs> Old hags. <laughs> I mean, Rockers and I shit. Mean, you know. I mean, come on, you know. And Do you I have mean, any? Look, I got to say, in, in honesty, I'm not that great either. Uh-huh. So, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to cast stones here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying is that. Slim pickings. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going, hey, look, you know, the, day, the day's over. Yeah. You know, let's move on. You so know? Um, <laughs> you were saying I gave you an edible not long ago, yeah. a little five milligram edible, and you said you ate it. And how were you feeling? I felt like I was back in the 60s. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I haven't, I was not particularly a smoker. I mean, mm. in the 60s and 70s, man, everyone was doing it, you know. But I don't know. That was not my thing at the time, you know. 
And it was funny, when you gave me that thing, I'm going, hmm, I haven't done this in a while, and I don't know how what the effect is going to be. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, so I gave you a small, small amount. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. So I go home, I go, what the hell, let me try it now. So I popped this little thing, and I swear, man, I thought I was back in Clemson. Was it cool? Yeah, it was, it was different. It was yeah. the same feeling that I had before. Yeah. You know, you kind of, for me, it was always kind of mellowed me out, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a down, down. It's back. crazy now. You can just go to the store right down oh, the road wild. and just buy as it's much wild. weed as you need. It's wild. In my time, if you got caught with what they call a four-finger bag, you get a, a baggie and you put four fingers, that's what you would sell them, about 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a felony. Damn, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're screwed. That follows you through life. Yeah. Now, it's nothing. And I, you know what I mean? It's not fair to people who kind of got hit with in my area. Hell yeah. And now they've got that following them through life. Well, no, yeah. And some people are you still see. locked up from it. No lie. No lie. And if you do background checks and you get a felony mm-hmm. in the corporate world, forget it. Sheesh. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know? And it's just not, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fucked up. It seems, yeah, it doesn't seem right. You know. So what other drugs? What other drugs have you experienced with that you've really liked? LSD, psychedelics. There were some psychedelics there for a while there, but nothing, nothing major. There's nothing. I was more into the, into this like cocaine stuff and the amphetamines. Mm. Well, especially being at the uh, strip, the strip club. clubs. That was a trip. I bet I mean, it was some good times. I mean, I, honestly, yes. I mean, I had never see. I was a bartender in Orlando a lot, well, and the manager of my club left there. And worked and was the manager of a strip club. And he calls me one day. He goes, hey, Tom, he goes, I need a bartender here. Come on over. Mm-hmm. So I quit that job and went over there. I'd never been in a strip club in my life. And you're like, hell So yeah. I walk in there and I see this. I go, you got to be kidding me. Welcome home. It was wild. I mean, it was just like an eye opener. I bet it was sweet. There was parts of it that were pretty good. Yeah, yeah I yeah. can't complain, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was just a it was a lifestyle though that after a while you can get caught up in, ten, and you don't yeah, need to. Five ten years in that, like fuck. Well, I stayed about two years in that stuff, and I was I'm going wait a minute, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is getting nowhere. We got to get serious. Um, we got busted. We had to go to trial, God you know, damn. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and and one time I was a floor man for a couple of, a couple of months there too, mm-hmm. which I had to take care of the girls, mm-hmm. right? And that's another trip. You go back into the dressing room. And they're just. And he's, <laughs> I mean, it was wild. I yeah. bet, I bet. And then one time, this girl was dancing on, on the stage, and this guy gets up on the stage and tries to grab her. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, shit. So I got to go up there and try to get this guy off there. So mm-hmm. I get up on the stage, mm-hmm. and this guy is a heavy guy. He takes it, he elbows me, and I fall on the stage, and then one starts going clapping. Not right? Yeah, 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 you know, the place is going wild. <laughs> so I had to throw these guys out, right? So I put them out, and about a half hour later, they're trying to get back in. Mm-hmm. And I go, come on, guys, I threw you out. One of the other guys comes up to me, hands me $50, and goes, can we come in? I go, come on. Come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time. Yeah. Damn, yeah. so... Yeah, it was it was a it was a uh, the whole bar scene was was strange. Yeah, you had issues going on. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's why I got into the boxing and the karate at the time. Get a little because I said to myself, "Uh oh, 
you see uh, Mike Perry? You know Mike Perry, the UFC fighter? Yes. Mike Perry, the pit bull. Yeah. He, he signed with bare knuckle fighting. He signed up with bare knuckle fighting? former UFC welterweight is moving away from mixed martial arts and taking his talents to the world of bare knuckle boxing. Wow. Um, a multi-fight contract. Damn, I think that's a good a good spot for him. Do you really? I do. The way the way he fights, the way he's fucking just mean. Okay, okay, I got you. And the thing is, I they're probably paying him more than the UFC was paying him. More. Uh, it sounds like the UFC is not paying. I mean, from what I can, I don't know. I mean, you you know it better than I do. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like they're paying. You know. For lower level guys, if you're not one of those top top dogs. Yeah. Well, and still, you're a top dog. Okay, you're making a hundred and hundred. Yeah, to the average person, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But then you got the bench players or the punters in the NFL making the millions a year, guaranteed. Isn't it amazing? The NBA, the NFL, NBA. Oh, I mean, you hit these thirty-five million dollar contract. To me, I was always wondering, where do you put it? What do you do with it? Well, I was reading <laughs> a stat. Bank of America and put it in there. I was reading a stat where a lot of those guys end up broke. They start, they ball out too hard. Their their lifestyle is just so expensive. And then when they're done, they yeah, fucking run out of juice. Well, look at Tyson. Tyson did that too. Now he's got his yeah. podcast. Now he's, I'm sure he makes good money on his podcast. And I heard he's he's fighting Logan Paul. I don't know how official Tyson that is. Tyson gonna fight Logan Paul. Pull that up, Jay. See if it is. See if it's wow. real. That's a dangerous one. Logan. What do you think about Logan Paul? Have you seen him fight? Yeah, we've hung out with him a little bit. What do you think? He's a real nice kid. He really is. He's but, he's a, he's but, a genuinely nice kid. But is he? Can he? Can he fight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. And I don't follow it that much. Okay. The fact that he okay. went. Okay. Obviously, he went twelve rounds with Floyd Mayweather. And people say, "Oh, Floyd was taking these." I'm like, "Dude, if Floyd could have knocked him out, Floyd would have knocked oh, no him lie. out." Oh, no lie! But they, they're like, "Oh yeah, Floyd was just he being nice." He went twelve rounds with Mayweather. Yeah. And wow. it was. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, if Mayweather could have knocked him out, he'd have done it. And uh, Floyd was probably eighty pounds smaller. Hey, but still, maybe 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 a little less. But still. Probably around 60, 60, 70 pounds smaller. But yeah, still, seeing him, he's a big fucking athlete. And if he How fights Mike weigh? Tyson, I think, I don't know exactly what he weighed in around. Okay. But I know okay. last time I saw him, he weighed as much as me, 195. He's got a okay. big build, though. Okay. It just says that uh, it's in the works for February next year. Sheesh. But no, like, set in stone. They just said that it's just top. It's just in the yeah. works. That's it. Young, oh. young, healthy dude against Mike Tyson. I'm like, oh, fuck. His brother's fighting too, right? Yeah. But if Mike Tyson can get on a little sauce, get on a little juice, get fucking feeling good. You see some you of his know. workouts? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> hey, the guy is just incredible. Yeah, but this bare knuckle stuff, it's interesting. Yeah, My okay. buddy's just fought in it, and you can tape your, about an inch below the knuckles, you can tape down about, about that far so you can make kind of a cast on your wrist so your wrist is protected okay but nothing on the knuckles there's nothing on the knuckles at all which is interesting yeah so it's just bare knuckle which is pretty crazy well that, that, that girl Paige um, Van Zant. Van Zant. she tried it yeah and she she made I think a guaranteed two million over but the thing is it's, it's not that's like there's no takedowns right it's just nope. boxing, right? Yep. Just knuckling okay. up. Okay. You can't you can't do any kind of like 
takedowns or or ground stuff? Nope, just old school boxing. Okay, and they break you on on, on, on clinches. Yeah. yeah. Elbows and stuff. Nope, just boxing. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay, boxing with, with no gloves. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. Effective altruism. You ever heard about that, Jay? What is it? Effective altruism. Effective altruism is about using evidence and reason to figure out how to benefit others as much as possible and taking action on that basis. Promote, promoting its ideas can increase your impact many times over through influ influencing others, altruists, to pursue the very best opportunities for doing good. It's an interesting thing. It popped up on one of my, one of my sites. I started looking, looking it up. Effective altruism is a philosophy and social movement focused on answering one question. How can we best help others? Our resources are limited, so we have to use them effectively. Effective altruism is the project of using evidence and reason to find the most promising causes to work on. Taking action by using your time and money to do the most good we can. Good stuff there. Effective altruism. You know what a lot of people get fucked up on? And maybe yeah. your ex-wives did. <laughs> maybe they didn't. Uh, a lot of older women I've been around, yeah. Yeah. depression medication, and it makes them dingy as fuck. I'm sure it yeah, does to guys, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you start taking medications of any form. Uh, the side right. effects are brutal. Yeah, it does. It does. It does, you know? The side effects of a lot of, like, the, the main depression medications, Zoloft, oh, Paxil, sure. Prozac, Celexa, is agitation, get easily irritated. Um, insomnia, can't sleep, which will just fuck everything up. Increased anxiety. <laughs> increased anxiety, so you're just fucking anxious. You tell, what, I mean, these are the side effects of what, these depression Depression pills. Yeah. yeah. They're worse than the damn depression. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Agi yeah, right. nausea, diarrhea, sexual problems, including low sex drive. Yeah. And then some of the other ones. It's I like, when I see these older... Like my buddy, I don't want to talk about, it, but it's the, the mom, the mom, she's just fucking crazy. Yeah, and okay. it's like make trying to make him feel bad tr about doing all this stuff. I'm like, dude, she's on depression meds where it's just, it makes she's him crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mention this now because like, see, I do a lot of bike riding, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm riding around in Sun City there. And I don't know what it is. It's those people have an issue with stopping at the stop signs. And they blind. Well, I don't know whether to opiate it out or they just starting to lose it or whatever. But it's I'm telling you what, when I'm riding that bike around there, man, you gotta have your head on a swivel. Yeah. Because like they I don't know what they're doing half One the time. Second. And Hello. I'm Hello. Hi, good day. Yes, good day. My name is Max. And I'm Max. calling you regarding for your health insurance. Is that individual or family plan? Um, can you not call back please? I don't need that right now. Yes, yeah, not a problem. So thank you for picking up this call and have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Fucking search around for some different health insurances from Ryan and I, and I put my email into the site. Eventually you're fucked. There's I mean, thousands you're, you're, of yeah, people calling you don't me. don't do that. And literally I put my you email in. I didn't put my phone number in. Don't matter. It, 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 I'm looking for new Medicare insurance, okay? Uh -huh. And I'm changing over. And I've got a window of opportunity to do it by December 7th, right? And I'm looking at different areas of it. Because, you know, some have more 
uh, co-pays, some have less co-pays, some pay more for the damn prescriptions, some less, and some don't take your doctors. You're going through all this kind of shit, right? Mm -hmm. But if you put your name on those websites in one of them things, Oh God! You get calls and everything else from well, from, from, from I'm talking to you know you get you get everything. Well, they fucking target your age group, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm you know so I don't go I don't put my name into it. I just call them on my own. See, Fuck. and I get into a thing. I compare them on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and I I pretty much lock, locked it down. The one thing I'm going to change it to, in but yeah, it, it's rough. Yeah, this insurance stuff is incredible. I bet you, know? you a lot of those old folks in the uh, Sun City area are just on those pain meds. Man, you take oh, those pain, sure. you take those pain meds after a surgery, and you're like, holy, I feel nothing. And you keep going. And you keep going. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Huh. You can see how people get hooked on it if you don't like your life or if you're not. If you're not, if you don't understand it, if you don't realize it, absolutely. I can see it happening. To, it easily happening. Yeah. Easily happening. And like I said, when you go, like I got to take it down to health club one time. Yeah, I gotta come you know, down. You know, and see, I need those people in my in the class, level of field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put a beating on them instead instead of the twenty and thirties. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's it's. You wonder what's going on with them because you know, as you're getting older, you're starting to lose some facilities, mm -hmm. and you know, like you just mentioned here, depression stuff. Who knows what else they're taking? Well, it's crazy. You know? All all your. Uh, your your health habits throughout your your forties, fifties, and sixties. It's like okay, now they're hitting me. Oh no lie! Like the diseases don't start overnight. No lie, absolutely. Um, like I've had I've had cancer twice. Damn. See, I've had to deal with that shit too, and it's you know, but that's something that could just happen to you. From you can be tremendous, you know, you can be the best nutritionist in the world still get it. Yeah, that's fucking so it crazy. just happens, you know. Like her brother Kyle. I'll probably have Kyle on here next week. Okay. Talk about his shit, crazy yeah, shit. That's he's going through some hell. I mean, that's rough. It's another level. That's rough. Oh no lie. No um, lie. Interesting quotes throughout the week that I just put yeah. put put in my uh, computer here to discuss. This was a good one. I thought one of the only true shortcuts in life is finding an expert and apprenticing under them. Okay. I like it. One of the only true shortcuts in life is finding an expert and apprenticing under them. Okay. I like that. That's what okay. I did kind of with Taquino. Okay, okay, I got you. But Why did you, what were you, what precipitated your move down down from Montana, down to here? Uh, well, I trained, I was training in Portland, Oregon with a bunch of top, top guys, Mike You Pierce. went from Montana up to Portland yes. to do the fighting. To train up there because I was signed with Bellator at the time. Okay. So I had a, f a fight camp up there, fought, and then Mariah's family were opening a, a marijuana company down here in AZ because they saw that they saw that it was gonna. It's gonna move. Okay. It's gonna be coming about. Okay. So then I uh, I was like, well, Mariah's going down there. I'll see what kind of trainings down there. So I Googled it, and Benson Henderson was a champion at the time. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I I went and visited. And I trained with him the first day, me and Ben sparred. I was like, fuck, I have the opportunity to train with Where, this guy. the MMA lab? Yep. Okay, okay. So then I uh, just packed up my car and I moved down. <laughs> I congratulate you. That's good. Yeah, I didn't. I only had fucking two suitcases of shit. I know the feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you just got to do it, man. You just got to take the move. You got to leap. Yeah. You got to do it. 
Yeah. You know, procrastination sitting there going, well, uh, no, mm -hmm. do it. Well, I, I like that. If, if you want to get really good at something, finding someone that's already an expert, that's already making a living doing what you want to do and hang out with them uh, and hang out with them, be around them every day. And exactly. with Benson, that helped helped me a lot. There was a bunch of other guys too at the lab. Okay. But then when I moved over to Kino and watched how he um, ran his classes, watch how he communicated to his students and watching how uh, serious those Brazilians are about jujitsu. Yeah, it yeah, was I nothing I was used to. Yeah. I, I was used to, oh, you kind of just do jujitsu, do some arm bars, do some triangles. Right, 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 Not right. like they live the jujitsu. It's, it, it's their... Where'd you find him? At the lab. He was training at the lab also, and I knew he was running a program at another gym, so I asked him if I could come and learn his program also. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, and it worked out good. And now look, like look at some of my some of my students are just fucking like flourishing from hey. it. My skills are still like growing big time from yeah. from doing that. <laughs> well, an example right here sitting sitting to my left. The prodigy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Some of those kids you got in there, Tim, are just like whoa. They're getting good. It's I mean, fucking sweet. Be, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this, and I'm trying to deal with it. Sometimes I'm going, "This is impossible." You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just too much. It's just too supple. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I just can't. But hey, like I said earlier, you do what you can do and be thankful for it. Yeah. You know, and you move on. So that was a good. You know? That was a good little uh, quote there. If you're looking to get good at something, surround yeah, yourself I with agree. someone who's an expert. I agree. Next one. Nearly everything in life is unfavorable once it grows to a certain size. It is entirely possible to have too many clients, too much work, too much fame, too much free time, and so on. That's a good one, and I think I, I think about that too. I think about the gym because I know the gym has opportunity to grow to something huge, but I'm like, how big is it? Yeah. Is it going to get so big where it's you not even enjoyable for me? You can't. Yeah. 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 The money's the money's great, but it's like. Oh yeah. Yeah. It becomes. A, I look at that quote there as I mean I've been through so many damn doctors and stuff. Mm -hmm. I always wondered how they keep track of who you are and what you're doing. Well, you probably one pebble in an ocean. You probably know better than anyone. They don't really give a fuck. I gotta say that. I, I unfortunately, I mean, it's rare that some do, but yeah, I agree with you. They want to get you in and out as quick as possible. Sure. See, they got a family, mm -hmm. they got a wife and, and a husband, they got kids and stuff like that. It's no different than anybody else. It's a job. And they almost, you, I feel like you'd almost have to in a job like that, in a job like being working for the ambulance, or you'd almost have to numb yourself of having empathy for someone. I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. You've got to, because you see that kind of stuff all day, every day, and I'm sure you get you get callous to it. Yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. like, man, working yeah. something like that. Every time you see a person, you're seeing them at their fucking worst. It's exactly. like it have to be draining. Exactly, exactly. You know, and the next guy comes in. He's telling me his horror his horror stories, and the next mm -hmm. guy comes in. The same thing. I yeah, I, I sympathize with it. Yeah, but. But again, if I've always said, if you don't take care of your own health situations, that's your issue. You is it, need is, to be on top of your own stuff. Is it a, would you say it's a, almost a, a mental weakness? What do you mean? Not taking care of your health. And you know kind of what to do to take care of your health. Or sure is it more of an addiction? Sure which it, Which addiction is a mental weakness, right? Sure. I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, why do you expect someone else to do it for you? Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, it's not, it's not right. But okay, another interesting one. This was an article that popped up on thebigthink.com by a neuropsychologist talking oh. about want a better relationship? Watch porn with your partner. Really? And I What's think, your take on that? I think it's good. Do you? Okay. I think it's good because... I never tried that. Because girls, yeah. maybe they've never looked at porn. Maybe they have this in their head to where it's like, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. That you shouldn't do that. Okay. And maybe okay. maybe you guys watch that together and you figure out something more that she's into or something yeah. more that he's into and you guys grow and the, the communication doors open up a little bit more. And you're a little bit more oh, like Oh, it gives you different avenues to look at. Yeah. It, oh, okay. Well, and then you're just like, damn, okay. so this is my friend. This is my friend and we're gonna do this stuff. Not just like, okay, she's my she's my wife, she's my owner. I gotta hide this shit. I gotta do this behind yeah, closed yeah, doors. Okay. okay. Okay, but they they talk about it in in this article yeah. that uh, that it's a good little thing. It kind of it helped. Mariah and I did that like started doing that four years ago, and okay. it helped open the communication. Yeah, helped yeah. better everything. Well, I'll tell you what. I was at a race one day in Atlanta. Right after the race, I got up with this one girl. Mm-hmm. She took me back to her hotel downtown Atlanta, and I'm in the hotel room with her, and she goes, "Do you enjoy toys?" And you said, what? I'm like, what the fuck? You talking mm-hmm. about toys like like race cars and, 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 and trains and stuff? Yeah, hot, yeah, I hot wheels. I mean, like you're talking about opening up your 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 your, your world. Yeah. And she goes, no, Baba. And she explained the whole thing. I go, hmm, that's something different. Let's give it a try. Let's give it a try. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was good, too. Damn, so that's you're awesome. Right. So you're right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! I had something else in my mind. I for, I forgot what it was. Jay, what what else you got for uh, tweets? Jay is always sending me uh, Twitter messages and shit that we that are entertaining <laughs> that we can fucking talk about. Uh, let's see. I saw Jordan <laughs> Burroughs tweeted out. Did you see that? I want one MMA fight before I retire. Who's that? Jordan, Jordan Burroughs, Olympic uh, gold medalist wrestler. Damn, one MMA fight. So I I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about, we can talk about that real quick, but it was uh, train. should you train twice a day? Um, but yeah, Jordan Burroughs, dude, he's such a fucking freak athlete. He could beat up majority of people right Even now. Even MMA guys? Right. Major- Top 10 guys? No. Hell no. no Hell so. no. Right. Because a double leg only gets you so far. It gets yeah. you maybe yeah. into someone's yeah, guard. You don't know how to shut, shut. You don't have good posture. You're going to yeah. get caught by a black button. The other thing, too, is people don't realize what it's like to get hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you get hit, man, there's an eye opener. And then... You know, you're th- not used to that. Well, then being uh, more fatigued than you've ever been in your yes. life. And then getting hit. Yes. And then getting hit in the body. Yes. Well, that's the biggest issue I have now because the damn heart thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting out of breath way and they're trying to figure out why. Mm-hmm. And it is hell. When you start... Like, I got this thing on my in my wall at home. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. That's true. And that's a fact. Yep. That is a factor. Yep. Like you just said, if if Burroughs gets in there and starts getting real tired after a takedown or whatever, he's history. Yeah, he's a fifteen history. minute fight, and, and exactly. he would have good enough coaches, I'm sure, to where they'd have him prepared for it. And if he just wants to get one fight, yeah, I think that would be good. But yeah, that's the hey, that's the truth. Know. People who've never been in altercation, never done jujitsu, never done MMA, never done boxing, but, they're you're blind to what you think you'd be <laughs> in a fight. I remember the first day I came down to Gents and you came in and we kind of did a little roll thing. Go, holy shit! I don't know anything. 
<laughs> I go, this is ridiculous. This is like, yeah. you know. And I, I'll say one thing. I think everyone should have to do this jiu-jitsu because it teaches you to be humble. Fuck, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. You know, all the boxing and all the karate can do one thing. I never, but the, the humbleness you feel after getting submitted by some some guy, a girl, it's incredible, or a girl, oh right, which happened to me a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> dude. A, a, a brand new uh, four stripe blue belt, almost a purple belt, came in last night, and he went with our old blue belts and blue belts, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, tuned him up a little bit, so he wanted to eat. So, 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 he, so he wanted an easy roll, so he grabbed Taya, mm. and, and Taya, she's. She's the oh, she's the one that onboard me about yeah. three times, guy. Oh, and she's <laughs> mean. Luck. Yeah, she beat beat him up. No kids. Oh yeah, she, she's she's no mean. lie, really. Yeah, she's tough. Oh, she's great. Yeah, but you're oh, right. It does humble you. You go into a good a good jujitsu academy too, and just everyone usually is super fucking nice. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah, like I said, you know, it's a it's it was the best humbling experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, you get beat up in the box and you get knocked down. So I don't know. There's something about this jujitsu that this humbles you. Yeah. And I think all these kids that are out there, you know, causing all kinds of trouble and shit, should have to do this. Yeah, it would you definitely know? change everything. Yeah, yeah, I do. I honestly do think so. You know. And if you think you're a bad man, come on down to the class. <laughs> yeah, that's you why know? we got the address on the back of the new shirts. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. Shevchenko, Valentina Shevchenko, she was saying nowadays for her championship or okay. for her fight camps or whatever, she trains once a day, hard once a day. She's still yeah. doing it even, even after you got a fight? Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about that. I'm okay. like, okay, so most most professionals coming up yeah. train twice a day hard. But I think when you're a teenager, when you're in your mid-20s, depending on your skill level, depending on your background, I think it's good to train those those two days in a row there's just so much in mma that you need to get good at yeah. that you need yeah. those extra hours of boxing okay. of muay thai of elbows. what about injuries yeah i'll get to okay, that okay of kicks and knees and okay. then wrestling and then jujitsu and then your jujitsu yeah. mixed with wrestling and then there's just so much to learn technical technical yeah. okay. wise okay. i think you should train twice a day when you're younger Okay. Maybe when you get to that championship level and your skills are up to par, maybe you can train once a day. You're getting in your th your your uh, 30s, your mid 30s. Okay. Maybe that'd be smart. Train once a day hard, okay. and then do things out of there just to make you feel good for the next day. Okay. I think that's a uh, um, the Z uh, not the Zadik brothers, but the Brands brothers talk about that in the uh, Terry Brands documentary. It talks about. His first Olympics, he just trained twice, sometimes three times a day, and just beat the fuck out of himself. <laughs> he ended up losing in the Olympics. So then, he, okay. so he's older. Okay. Four years later, he's gonna have another chance at the Olympics, and I think he's in his thirties now, mid thirties, I think. And then his uh, coach Dan Gable said, "Only train when you feel good, and if you don't train, I mean, if you don't feel good, make yourself feel good and, until you're ready to train again." Okay. Make you so you just train when you feel good. Okay. And he won the Olympics that year. Okay. So okay. I think when your skills meet up with your uh, yeah 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 when your skills meet up, your skills get to the point where they're so tip top uh -huh. and your body's there too. That's when you're gonna bet your peak. But you start doing that two three times a day stuff, man. Injury wise, I don't I don't know. I I think you're. 
the propensity for that is and I think a lot of people do that especially the wrestler mentality Brandon was even talking to Sean about is like some people train just so dumb dumb these days and I and I kind of was so I I did that I trained so fucking hard I'm like this is what you do this is what you do to be a champion you beat yourself down beat yourself down but I had a lot of fucking surgeries from it and out a lot from it and I fucked myself up pretty bad from doing that yeah you know after doing a lot of triathlons and stuff, you realize that, hey, sometimes more is not the way to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to, but your mentality is like, you got to drive it. You got to drive it. You got to drive it. Mm-hmm. And you got to get off that. You know, it's not, it's not the way to go. Yeah. Especially you fighting know? too. Fighting's so scary. You sign a contract to fight this guy. It's like, you're thinking about that guy every day. So you're like, I just want to train hard. I train hard, train hard. Because after your training sessions, you get a little bit of ease. You get some confidence after you train. So a lot of people do that for their just their mind going into a fight because your mind's battling with so but, much when you're about but, to get in a fist fight with this guy. But, and you know he's training to fight you. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I mean, after the years and years and years of injuries and surgeries, like you said, you know, you get to the point where, wait a minute. That's not maybe the way to go. Yeah. And I I think just like you said earlier, everyone's different too. Some people are more with their genes. They're more durable than others. Yeah. 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 You know, um, they're talking about Menu News, uh, Amanda. Yeah, Nunez. Yeah. And and who's that? Shoshanko is her name? Yep. Yeah. She was talking about the reason she's so good is because she's so big. And she pairs down from being so big down to the weight. Oh, really? Yeah, she was saying that today or yesterday or something. She did look very strong when she fought Lauren Murphy, who's good at jiu-jitsu, strong, and she made Lauren look yeah. not strong yeah. on the ground. Yeah. So that could be some of it, but also Shevchenko is very skilled, dude. God, you see her? She's skilled. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, and he's got a sister there, too. Yep. You know? But her sister's not anywhere near she is. Yeah, for know? sure. But, but uh, that was good. That was good. That uh, I think I think that covers the subject. Okay. Thanks for coming on. Hey, I thank you dearly. You have no idea. You have no idea, my man. Hell yeah. And I thank you for being the way you are with me. Thank Fuck you. yeah, bro. And, Love having you. And everyone else involved. <laughs> you the man. Thank you. Okay. All right. Red Hawk recap episode fifteen. Um, patreon.com slash redhawk academy and the new merch is out this new like harley davidson style merch and then there's the tie-dye hoodies on the timbomerch.com the link will be below all right thanks guys see you next week peace (laughs) 